When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. This week, our guest is rugby league legend, Willie Mason. One of the things I guess you could say surprised me about you once I got to know you is way more of an astute rugby league mind than I think just generally uh, I reckon people would give like a front row credit for, you know what I mean? And but not just but in comparison to anyone, not just a front, not yeah. for a front rower. I just think you're, you know, I respect and and I think you have a good way of like conveying rugby league knowledge to the every yeah. man as well. Yeah. Um, is there any world where you would coach? You do some assistant work at the yeah. Dogs now, but where you would coach in a more sort of senior capacity or yeah. in New South Wales? I for like example? what I, I like what I do now with the Bulldogs. I'm an ambassador for the club. And I sort of am in control, me and uh, Ogre, about the culture that we're trying to build at the club and mm. rebuild, you know, because it's, it's, there's no secret, it's, it's, it's lost. Mm. And it's going to take two or three years to get it back. Mm. And it starts from the juniors, right? 16 year old kids, 17, 18. Like, well, I was one of those kids come down as a 17 year old. And it's just to indoctrinate everything that a Bulldog player should be. And then by the time they get to first grade, they're ready. Yep. You know, you just add a few little things here and there, but the mentality's there, right? It's hard to put that mentality into a young kid. Mm. And um and you gotta and you gotta be um selective as well because it's it's draining. It's a very draining job because you wanna put so much energy into every kid, but the stats say and people are going to make it. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So you got to be very careful. And, you know, the people that we recruit is important. Gus is important to the club. Ciro is important to the club. Everybody involved in the club wants to make it go further. But, like, with coaching, I understand the game quite well. Mm. You know, I love I love uh, teaching young kids, NRL players, even even that. And, like, you know, like, if, if anything come up and just, you know, if they changed coaching or anything like that and they said come in, just come into camp and just – just be around camp for New South Wales. Of course I would. Yep. Mm. You know what I mean? But like, you know, Freddie has his people there and, um, you know, he's got Danny Badiris, who's a great friend of mine. Mary's a good friend of mine. You've got Brandy. Uh, you got Freddie. You've know, got guys like that that have been there for six years. Mm. You know, Hayden Knowles. you got all that kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, they're not getting the job done. Mm. And I know what New South Wales are like. They eat their own. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel sorry for Freddie because like – He's not in control of, like, calling plays. You're in control of just getting these guys ready for that game. Pumped up. It just, that's and sort sometimes of, I guess, does I that, like, work more for you, to your point of it not being that you're not calling plays, but there is a lot of it which is about, like, man motivation. Yeah. Getting them, like, is it, would you ever consider that if someone was like, Willie, would you coach New South Wales? Yeah, I would. I'd love to. Like, yeah. it was just, it's just, it's something that me being coached by some of the best coaches, like, with, with Phil Gould, Wayne Bennett, Craig Bellamy, Steve Folks, like everyone had their different little ways of coaching. Like Folks, she was real hard, hard on me, like just like just with discipline, with everything like that, hard work, all that kind of stuff. Bell, uh, Bellamy was really intense but really detailed. Wayne Bennett was all about man management. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just like managing your egos. Not, you know, I can't coach you the way I coach you. Understand yeah. that. And right now, that is really important because of the ethnicities in this game right now. 60% Polynesian. The minority now is, is Australian, right? You know, indigenous, all that kind of stuff. So you've got to understand people and like little things like, if a coach doesn't understand, just say if you're talking to a whole group and an Indigenous brother is like, he's looking at the ground, like, that's not rude, right? It's rude for him to look you in the eyes. It's disrespectful, right? In in, in the indi- yeah, exactly. in the Indigenous culture. Like, yeah. just because he's looking at the ground doesn't mean he's not listening. Yeah. It's just part of the Indigenous culture. They don't like looking in the eyes. Mm. It's not like that. They don't get down like that. And in the Polynesian sort of uh, culture, if you look someone in the eyes, it's like you want to fight. Yeah. You know what really? I mean? Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. a big difference. So when, like, don't you know? So if they're looking around and stuff like that. This ain't mean that they're not in full. It's funny because like I've always and I've always been raised to be like look someone directly yes, in the eye, it's shake different. their hand, look it's, in it's, the exactly. eye. Exactly, yeah. that's the, yeah. the Australian way. That's yeah. the English way. That's how we, you know, that's that's a bit different, right? Mm. Mm. But it's different in Polynesian. Yeah. The Polynesian culture is different in the indigenous culture. They don't like looking in the eyes, man. You know. So if you don't know that as a coach, you're really disconnected as a person. Mm. And where you have a look at that um, New South Wales side. There's a lot of brothers in there. There's a lot of indigenous brothers in there as well, you know. So you got to understand everything like that. Um, so like, I think as a coach, me personally as a coach, I understand all that. Mm. I'm not far, I'm not too far disconnected from from playing and from all these guys that are playing now. Yep. I'm glad that I haven't played with anybody. I, w- I wanted to really wait until everybody that I played against is all done, yep. all retired. I think a lot of coaches make that mistake. They keep they go straight into coaching. Like Nathan Brown, that's the blueprint, right? Yes. He went from coach and then he's slapping Trent Barrett on the sideline. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but like he just played with him the year before. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And, that, and at that time, Trent Barrett was that dude. He yeah. was the Australian, like five eight and whatever. He's in. He was in New South Wales teams. And Brownie was just a club player. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He was just a club player. Yeah. Slapped him and Lance Thompson was there. God rest his soul. And I was just looking at that going. F-. And then I just looked at that and went, Nah, you can't. You can't coach like that quick. That's why I just stepped away from the game for like six years and I was just building my own sort of stuff and I love podcasting. I think yes. that's my sort of thing. I don't, I don't, I'm not built for like the Fox Sports, the mainstream bullshit because yeah, they control up. the narrative and it's shit. I'm a conversationalist yeah. and I, I'm not sitting there in meetings and they try and control this shit. I'd fall, <laughs> I'd fall asleep. <laughs> I love Buzz, but God damn, Brace doing a great job on those, all those things. It. But like, yeah. you know, like I, I look at the Channel 9 thing and it don't look fun. It looks like to do it would feel, like feel quite stressful. I feel. It would, you know what I mean? Like, and I love JT and I love Billy and Cam and all that, but they're the biggest names in the sport. It doesn't mean they're the most talented. No. Do you know what I mean? Like Sonny Bill and all these boys, they just, we just need those guys on TV so everyone, you get... You eyes on on the TV. Yeah. They're not breaking games down like they should. I think uh, JT and Joey has got the smartest brains in the whole world in rugby league. Mm. But you never see that. They don't use yeah. them. Why aren't we seeing that? that well. We see it sometimes, but you watch ESPN and all that kind of stuff when they break games down and all that yeah. kind of stuff. All the nuances yeah. of the game and like, I want to know how JT is thinking when he sees a, a five on four down a short side. I asked, like, JT and I, we've been locked in a room talking about this shit. You know what I mean? Four yeah. in the four in the morning. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just sitting there yeah. going, what are you looking at? Because I'm, I'm a student of the game. And I love, oh, we're talking shape. Yeah. We're just talking shape. <laughs> we're talking shape. And, um, you know, what What do you look at when the three man turns his shoulders in, when he's going down a short side and you've got Matty Bowen at the back, you've got a lead, you've got this, you got, what are you looking at the centre as he turned his shoulders in or out? Like, he sees that shit within a second. Mm. And he always pulls the right trigger. And like all these little things. That, and and you understand, you've got a guy like me, he's hunting from the inside trying to break his ribs. Mm. And he's still like, you'll either hit the short guy, you hit the guy at the back, or you'll hit the guy 
a faceball to the centre because the centre's turned in. So like, we'll, we'll talk yeah. for hours. A great halfback. Things like and Joe, yeah. He's been my, my, one of my best mates for ages. Mm. And Joey. I sit there and have coffee with Joey and stuff like that. Mm. I want to know what Joey's thinking all, yeah. the, all the time as well because, you know, like I, I was blessed to play with those two guys. Their peak. Like when I come through, Joey was the seven. Yeah. And then he retired and went, hey, yeah. You know, Danny Bedeiris and I had Cam Smith. Mm. You know, Darren Lockyer had Trent Barrett. You had some weapons, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, a GI. And a, yeah, yeah, I had to just do my job. Yeah. You listen to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN, and today we have the pleasure of talking to the great Willie Mason. Now, Willie, you really only hear those conversations now from Cooper Crump and Matty Johns when they do the Matty Johns show. But other than that, you don't get They don't break really it down enough, stuff. man. No, Cooper Cronk's one of the smartest guys in the game. Yeah. But they don't utilise their skill. No. That's probably that's probably the closest show, though, that you've got to being like Almost that full-on nerd-out analytical, like, as you say, where you're seeing the best And Matty minds. Johns as, is one of the best minds. Yeah. If he got He's into incredible. Origin, or if him and, uh, him and Joey did, that would fix everything. Because of the way they are and they just their their demeanour and who they are and the amount of respect that they demand within that. Like, I spoke to Joey just before game three. He always throws it off. We're sitting down in Bronny. Like, he he, you know, he can't even turn sideways. He's got to look like that because he's next. <laughs> so we're both sitting down there. And that way is the beach, right? So he's got the best seat on the corner. And I'm like, I'm not sitting there. I'm looking at a bush. <laughs> so I'm sitting next to him, right? So it's two big sitting next to each other. He can't really look at me. I'm just sitting there. So I end up like facing this way so I can look out there. And I said, Joey, what if, what if they go, Joey, we want you to be coach. We need you to be coach, mm. right? Because Joey's never going to put his hand up, right? Mm. And he, he's not that, he's not that dude mm. ever. And if they go, we need you as coach. I want you to be the coach. What would you say? He just went, hmm. He didn't say anything, but he didn't say he didn't, no. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? Like he, but I mean, like you got to play with the ego. You got to go, okay, Joe, we need you. And you say, well, I just need you. If they f sell it the right way to Maddie and Joey, I think they might get it done. Interesting, like because I, I'd almost not even really considered Joey as just the option for a coach because, like, I mean, he's he's obviously part of the staff, but I was like, I just always thought but he's not like, part no. of like the staff is different because like people get it twisted because he goes down to ball work and he gets photographed. He's not staying in camp. Okay, you know what I mean? So people yeah, get it right. twist. I said, Joey, he goes... That, is, he, that got me twisted, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah. so like he still lives at Bronte. He just goes down to Coogee, does a little bit of stuff with the halves, but then they photograph him like because he's, he's in New South Wales gear and they think he's part of the staff. Mm. No, he's okay, not. He he's goes not. home and then they all stay in camp and then he like he'll go to their ball work sessions here and there, but like he's not part of the staff. Right. He's just Joey and he just goes to train. He can turn up whenever he wants. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But he's yes. not actually part of the staff. Okay. He's so certainly not the coach. No, but that's no, 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 no. Like he comes in there. So he doesn't game plan. He doesn't do anything. Like if he, you know, he'll give a couple of tips to Moses and all these other guys. And but that's about it. He's not he's not doing game plans and, and writing things up. Like that's all on Freddie and, and Brandy. And would they would is that not the done thing to be like if you're the coach and you're part of the and you've got your staff, so Freddie's accumulate like brought into whoever he wants. There's no, would, you, would you think there's any world where he's going to Joey and going like, hey, come and work on this game plan with us? Or it's pretty much like, I've got my crew who I want to work on the game plan well, with. Well, if he, if he did, he'd just, he would questions. just get Joey in. Yeah, why would you, you know? just get him in? Yeah, you yeah. just say, Joey, I want you part of the staff. But yeah. he's never been part of the staff. He just always looks like the perception the is staff. reality, right? Yeah. When you put that on New South Wales uh, Instagram and all that kind of stuff, and he's always photographed and telegraphed. It looks like he's part of the staff. Even I had to ask him, is he part of the staff? He goes, no, nah, I'm not. I just go. I just go to training sometimes for like okay. twenty minutes. 
and then right. goes. Then but go. but it looks like you take a thousand photos yeah. of him, but it looks like the perception is mm. he's part of the camp. Well, he's not there for 10 so days. So that's completely thrown away. Yes, yeah. Do you not think his name yes. is not thrown up enough then around coaching? Like at the moment I've heard Paul Gallen, James Maloney at one point, Michael Ennis Jesus at one right. point. Someone said like, Danny Badiris. Danny Badiris. Bedsy seems like – I mean, Danny would do a good job. Yeah. But I think if – I think if they just had Joey and then that Joey just brought in, it's the people that you bring in around the camp. Yeah. I think, you know, like the, you don't, you rarely coach origin players. You know, it's about getting them connected and just wanting to play for each other and getting them up for that 80 minutes and get people around camp. Like have a look at Queensland's camp. Mm. Yeah. Billy just brought in Cam Smith, JT, Nate Miles, GI, Alan Langer. Mm. Like for sake. Is every single kid there that like, has looked at all those players and God, you're you're a god to me. Like Cobbo and Xavier Coates will be looking at GI going and hell it's GI. I don't want to let him down. Like every halfback looking at or even the forwards looking at Nate Miles. You know what I mean? Like the hooker looking at like Cam Smith. They have they're just held in such reg- high regard. And you know, you go out there and you still, and then you got Alan Langer out there. You know, you got you know, they got all these greats, you know what I mean? Like that are just They've done it before you, and it's not that far away. It's not 20 years ago. It's 10 years ago. That's yeah. the difference, right, is mm. that they've got blokes that came out of that, you know, eight years in a row, and then, you know, the three in a row they won after that. You know we've got to go back yeah, they've won a little bit further. Four, eight, 14 four in 18. Of 18. Yeah. yeah, we've won four in 18, yeah. 14. They've won 14 14. out of 18. 18. Yeah. Come on. That's unbelievable. When someone told me that, my heart sunk. I know. We heard that, we heard that after game two, and I almost threw up.